What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our intro music is provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Check out Night Dreams' website at www.nightdreamstalkradio.com. Hey, this is Gary from Night Dreams Talk Radio. I want to welcome a new sponsor to our show, phoenixshaving.com. I know what you're thinking, right? Oh, another disposable razor company. Well, the fact is, they're not. You remember the razors that your father and his father shaved with? Did you ever notice they didn't have, well, the embarrassing razor burn or ingrowing hairs or the razor bumps after they shaved? Did you notice they were also relaxed after they were done shaving? Well, the problem is, these big corporations want to sell you razor after razor after razor. Think about how much money you spend a year on razors. Or, do you use electric razor? <laughs> then you're going to find out what razor burn is. So you need to check out Phoenix Shaving Starter Kits. They come complete with the soap, the brush, and a two and a half month supply of blades. And the most important part of it, an all metal razor built to last generations. So, hey, you can donate it to one of your sons when they turn 18. Check out phoenixshaving.com and tell them that Gary from Night Dream said, hey, I want one. That's phoenixshaving.com now. You're listening to Night Dreams Radio with Gary Anderson. Hey, that is me. Hey, the FBI today, well, is advising people, uh, along with Homeland Security, well, 
if you got a router, and most of us do, uh, to actually go and turn it off and turn it back on and recycle it. I guess uh, they're pointing now towards Russia, uh, a big, uh, well, virus. They, it's been loaded onto the majority of the routers in this country. And what it does, it infects your system. Well, where they can get the information off your computer, who you're talking to, and all that information, all your contacts. And if they want, they can actually destroy the device that it's attached to. That is kind of scary. Tonight we have uh, the conspiracy uh, group on, but uh, somehow I lost them. And I'm going to, well, I'm going to try calling them back again. And we'll see. Yeah, we'll give it a try here. Uh, Skype keeps updating itself. So, I mean, that's kind of like uh, scary here. And let's see. Well, let's see. Okay, it's not working. Typical, typical Skype. Okay, I'm going to put a little bit of music on for a minute and then I'm going to bring them on. see if we can get them on here when you realize it when you want it to work skype isn't working and when you do want it to work it works okay i think i have you now hello hello can you hear me yes i can hear you okay which one do i have here this don't sound like this is bobby okay well i uh, you need to get uh richard to call me now because lisa okay let me see if i can get him on now okay Skype updated on me again today with my computer systems I run. I have to run, you know, the classic Skype. And for some reason, again, every so often it'll update and go for, you know, Windows 10. And then it's not compatible. Yeah, this is uh, this definitely seems like it could be uh, quite a pain in the butt for sure. Well, you know, there's been a lot of people writing about Skype lately saying that they need to put more uh, energy in perfecting what they already have. I mean, they keep adding new stuff on it, but they seem to, you know, not get rid of the bugs out of it. Yeah, they just want to keep updating it and see what new stuff they can to charge you for. Yeah, that's a never-ending cycle, isn't it? They can can always figure out how to charge it. I haven't yet been able to figure out how their billing thing works. Well, it's a, subscri- a subscription service now, so now it is, uh, you know, they just want to charge you monthly for the service that they have for it. So that's just kind of how it is now. They just want to get you on a monthly plan. But well, Rich just said he uh, that you hung up on him, it sounds like, or it looks like we're just going back and forth and tagging. <laughs> I don't know. Well, have, tell him to call me. And, uh, you know, if he doesn't have my number, I can give it to you and you can give it to him. Yeah, let's try. Yeah. Okay, I think we got him. Let's see. Okay, are you there, Richard? Hello? No, it just dropped out. That's what it was doing with me last time it upgraded. It would just <laughs> just do what it's doing. That's <laughs> yeah, weird. I, I, it's frustrating. As soon as you put me on hold, it just hung up. Wow. Oh, okay, now, is this Richard or the other? 
this is Richard. Okay, well, I hung up on your friend. I don't know. See, I've been, you know, every time this computer does upgrade, which I, you know, I don't click the upgrade button uh, because my engineer comes in here once a week said, don't do it because the, the Skype, the new version is compatible with Windows 7. On all this mm-hmm. software I use for my uh, server and all that, it requires Windows 7 and Windows 10 doesn't work right with it. So I'm kind of like okay. at the mercy with Skype. When you never know if it's going to be working or not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's strange. Well, anyway, did you, did you hear what I was talking about, the router issue no. that's going on? No, I, I didn't hear anything. Okay. Well, the FBI today, along with Homeland Security, said that uh, there's over 500,000 so far infected routers uh, in our country, uh, thanks to Russia, that they kind of sent a virus over, which does a couple things. It kind of logs on everybody you, um, you know, you message. So they get a record of everybody. They also can go on and read your computer. Then uh, they said that they, if they want, they can destroy your computer. Tell, oh, tell wow. it to self-destruct, and it will do it. And the FBI is telling people, advising people as soon as possible to turn your router off and recycle it. They said if you do that, it kills two of the viruses, but not the one uh, virus. And at this point, they don't have a cure for that one uh, virus. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder just exactly how safe um, we, we truly are here. You know, when you when you really uh, look at things with just with all the different uh, cyber cyber attacks that go on, and that's uh, sounds like a pretty big one for sure. Oh yeah, and they said it's going to be drastically more. So that's kind of scary. I mean, you know, that could yeah. affect probably the majority of uh, the routers in this country really fast. A lot of money too. Yeah, because what it's basically also saying that every person that you make contact with, they actually get that uh, computer is infected, and it just keeps going on and keeps multiplying. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, that's that's truly something. You know, it's uh, it just always makes you wonder, like, okay, what's what's the next, what's going to be the next big thing that's going to really uh, really affect the country? You know. Yeah, well, viruses on computers is a major thing because, I mean, you know, you're banking right down to everything, you know. Without computers, we'd be SOL, I mean, right away. Yeah, it, it, I mean, that's the way most people communicate, too, nowadays. So, um, yeah, not good at all, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's trying to call back again or he gave up. I don't know. I haven't... Uh, Got any more phone calls coming through on it? So, um, he just said it's going busy again. Oh wow, that is so weird. Uh, let me think here. Uh, da, da, da. The only other thing I can do is maybe uh, you call me back and I hang up and you know uh, kill all the lines and we can try it that way. Um. Yeah, sure. You, you want to just have us both try to call back? Yeah, about a minute apart, and I'm going to... Okay. Actually, I'm going to reboot Skype real quick, so I'm going to play a little bit of music and then and come back on. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, we'll give it a try. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.
Okay, let's see. Uh, who do we have here now? Uh, this is Rich. Okay, well, we at least have you on, and I know that worked. Mm-hmm. And I, All right, I, so I'll, have him, I'll have him call in and soon here. Okay, we'll find out. I, I really don't know. <laughs> I don't want to keep playing with it because I might not even have you tonight, so that, that would be a real yeah, bummer. No. So. We'll see what happens. If it doesn't work, then, you know, we'll just go forward. Yeah. So you said you, okay. So, um, what type of guest? Uh, you why don't you tell everybody uh, the podcast you do? So basically, what we do is right now we're doing a uh, kind of a it's a it's a conspiracy. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcast. It's, um, you know, we've, we've done a lot of coverage on, you know, 9-11, JFK, um, chemtrails, um, you know, basically anything in the conspiracy realm. Um, it's always been something that I've always been real heavy into. Um, I don't, I, I guess I'm one of those people that I don't like to believe what I'm being told. I like that whole idea of, you know, free thinking, um, questioning everything that you're being told, you know, media, just, just everything. And, and I, when thinking about doing the show, I wanted to have something that. Boy, just dro- I, fun. I, I don't know if he's here or not. Let's see if he's here. Okay. Are you can, out there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Hello. Hello. Good. Okay. Do we have both of you on now? Hello. Yeah, I think we're both on. Okay. Well, hey, third time's a charm. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All sales. Turn it off and back on again. Yeah. So, hey, what ta- what type of version of Skype do you guys use? Um, I don't use Skype. I, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a Microsoft guy. I tend to lean towards the Macintosh side of the technology world when it comes down to uh, stuff like this. So, I'm not an Android guy. I'm not a I'm not a Windows guy. I, I like the Apple stuff. Well, it's probably more reliable. I mean, I was telling you know uh, your partner there that. Uh, they have such a major problem with Skype. I was reading the other day because I've been having one problem after another, you know. And I get the engineer out here, and he goes, yeah. And, you know, he goes, take a look at this. And I look at, you know, everybody's complaining about the same thing, drop calls, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. And what, you know, like I was telling Richard, my, because I run eight computers to do my show. And they all tie. Oh, they're, wow. They're all. Yeah, tell me about it. I hate to see the power bill every month. And, you know, they all tie into Windows 7 because I also have two servers, you know, that we sent out to all the different apps. Plus, uh, we're going to have stations uh, 
coming on board here in the next two weeks. So that feed goes, you know, out to them. And the problem is Windows 10 is not compatible with a lot of this. With anything. Yeah. With, with anything. Edge, browser, none of that. Let me ask you this. What servers are you running? What's your OS over there on your servers? Uh, I, you're talking stuff I don't even know. I have an engineer and plus Okay, my, I'm, I'm being, okay, we're, 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 we're blowing beyond stuff. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I and thought plus, you were uh, talking like you had it all set up yourself, like you were out getting well, in there and everything. No, no, I actually set three-fourths of it up. Plus, I cheat. My wife works for Dell Computers as one of the lead technicians oh, okay. for Dell. okay, so yeah. So, I mean, nice, nice. that makes it so much nicer when I can't figure it out. Yeah. You know, uh, you know the uh, servers we just installed and got those functioning because I got tired of paying extortion uh, of $300 <laughs> a month for server rental. You know, and Yeah, it's a little ridiculous out there for cloud computing. Well, not just that. You don't own the feed. I mean, you know, you're running it through their server. You don't own the feed. They own the feed. Right, exactly. So I figured, no, no, that's not going to be, you know. I, I, you're going to pay the money to own it, right? Pardon me? I said, if you're going to pay the money, you might as well own it. Yeah, that, well, yeah, and it's not that. You can go out and buy some used servers, you know, for not a huge amount of money. And, you know, yeah. the main thing is then, of course, the cable company, they like, you know, they want their money. So, I mean, it gets a little expensive, but, <laughs> you know, but at least I don't have the hassle. Of, you know, if it goes down, I got a backup one. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm uncovered. I don't have to sit there and send emails and wait 24 hours to get back up online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay that tier one support to get that stuff. No, even when you pay the tier one, which with this one company I was doing, it was still, you know, depending on at what time it went down. If it went down at four o'clock, you won't hear from them until the next morning. <laughs> they ain't got time for that. Yeah, they'll get you when they wake up. Well, you know, one of my friends decided he wanted to go, and I'm not going to mention the name of the organization out there, but he wanted to create a radio station and play music, okay, which he thought it was a good deal because he didn't have to pay any royalty fees or nothing. But then after he signed up, he realized he's paying a fee each month, right, to play music on their, their servers and, you know, uh, to be a station on their, their system, right? He can't advertise mm -hmm. at all. They, they, wow. the, the company does, but he can't. And then I said, well, what do so, you... So you're not making any money. Yeah. I said, well, gee, that's an expensive hobby if you don't make money. <laughs> and that's not just one company that's doing it. I mean, you know, there's like uh, a, a several of them, like Live uh, 360, <clears throat> which I wasn't going to say. Uh, you know, that that's, if you, if you can't, if you, if it was, you know, I guess if you just want to play music and let people listen to it, that's cool. But I mean, not to be able to advertise, that's not cool. Yeah. That, that, that kind of throws it all out there. That throws, but I mean, then again, too, you're, you're, they're almost competing within themselves. Just having like you on there, you know, advertise on there, on their station, you know, advertising. You know, so you could have competitors' advertisements. You could have things that you're not aligned with, and they might not create create a control. So I understand the business model, you know, outside of it. But, but yeah, definitely. So uh, we were talking about you did some conspiracy shows, like on JF, uh, you know, the Kennedy assassination. Uh, what other type of uh, shows do you guys do? I'm trying to get the feel of your show. 
And tell the audience out there, you know, I mean, uh, how can they listen to your show? Where do they find your show and all that stuff? What time is the, do you put the live uh, or the new uh, podcast up? I think I think what what Bobby and I kind of had sat down and decided was is is doing you know doing a conspiracy type show that you know right now it's a lot of him and I it's it's kind of an opinion you know based show um but but we wanted it to be fun because conspiracy should be it's it's a fun topic where you're questioning you know uncomfortable topics um you know we go live on Spreaker um, 51 Areas Paranormal Radio is kind of what our network is called. Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern is when we go on. Um, occasionally, we add some shows during the week. We have a you know Facebook page, uh, The Conspiracy Order, um, where we, we do Facebook Live. Um, we post all of our events. Um, and, you know, it was something that Bobby and I, you know, I... I mean, Bobby, how, how really, how do you think it came together? I mean, we hadn't talked to each other in years. Yeah, and, it's, uh, uh, you know, know, this is kind of a thing where we both were, uh, we, we've been friends since uh, way back when, since we were real little, um, elementary school. And um, over the time, you know, it just kind of fell out once we got into high school. And then we reached back out together after a few years and, we both just kind of found out that we had an interest in stuff like this. You know, I had kind of, I fell out of it pretty hard just because I kind of got sick of a lot of the BS around it. But, um, and then, you know, come to find out you were heavily involved with it and uh, even more so than anybody I've ever known for certain, uh, for certain, certain aspects. And, you know, you, you were doing your podcast previous and, you know, you came up with the idea to want to do it. And I was looking a way to kind of get out. I just had my son. I needed a breath of fresh air and, me and my wife needed to do something new and just kind of have some fun with each other. And this was a good idea for us to get out and meet up with old friends and make some new friends and, you know, talk some shit and have a good time, you know, that's about <laughs> it. And, you know, and I think the thing is, 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 you know, right now, especially in the area where we're at in Michigan, there's lots of paranormal shows, a lot, lot of paranormal radio. And I wanted to just try to, I guess, I guess be different. Um, the conspiracy stuff is, is things that there's a lot of them na- nationally. Um, but a lot of my paranormal friends are all very heavily paranormal related. And I, I just, I didn't want to just get into that realm, I guess, and get stuck doing just the paranormal. Um, and then, like I said, when me and him, me and him started talking, we realized like, wow, we really have an interest in, I guess the lack of government trust that we have and we decided, okay, let's do some shows here and see how it works. And we've gotten to the point now where I think we're, we're looking for guests. Um, it, it was more of, you know, for the first, however many months we've been on, um, kind of just going back and forth with our beliefs. And now we're starting to get comfortable enough to actually start. We want guests coming on and, and giving input and, and, you know, it, it's just everything that, you know, you you have to question, you know, it, it's just all conspiracies. It, it's whatever. Yeah, there's a question, too, and if, there, if there's something it. suspect or if there's ever yeah. something crazy going on, you know. And I think, you know, to add on what Rich was saying with, you know, we started out the show early on. We didn't have too much of a format. We were just kind of going back and forth with what we thought we wanted to talk about, um, yeah. you know, and then. 
as it's been going on, we developed a format and, you know, we added the wise to the, to the show and, and they put their input into it. And, uh, it's a real fun time with that. Like we had a great religion episode that uh, my wife was able to touch on and, uh, Shannon was able to touch on as well and talk about some good input and insight about how they were raised and how things came up with that. And, you know, that's why we invite people in the chat rooms and to call in, to get involved and talk to us about their experiences and let us know. And, you know, we really want to get everybody out there involved. We really want to get new listeners because it's not just one specific subject that we talk about either. You know, it's the JFK assassination. It's Antarctica. It's the ridiculous theory of flat earth. It's, uh, you know, just everything that we do, UFOs, ghosts, you know, you name it, we're talking about it. Um, because there's probably some sketchiness behind it at some point in time, you know. Oh yeah. Um, we had a good 9/11 episode, you know. We just scratched the surface on it, so there's there's all kinds of stuff going out there, and uh, we just like to talk about it and raise questions. And 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 a lot of it sometimes we go off based on what's happening in the news right now. We may, you know, like um, the royal wedding. All of a sudden, we decided, well, we're going to hit on the royal wedding, the family, Princess Diana. Yeah. So a lot of times too, the Kind of what's going on in the news, kind of, you know, turn events, different people hearing and, about and, what, what what's what's yeah. being fear mongered on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's you know, like I I you know even myself I got educated a lot. I mean I've had like ex FBI agents on the show, CIA agent, a DOD agent on the show, and a lot of things they told me. And it's strange, even some of the the same ones, like the ex FBI and the DOD, was telling me like the same things. You know, like you go out and buy a new smart TV, you got to really watch what you say. Yeah. You know, I always thought, oh, that's a bunch of you know what, but uh, <laughs> he, they were telling me a little and if you know i might put my two cents in they were telling me that he was looking for a bicycle and it was an oddball type of bike you know it was a certain brand uh you know handmade beach cruiser one you're not going to find anywhere you know you don't even find it advertised and they were talking about it you know in their living room and the next morning you know all of a sudden he's looking at his phone okay and guess what was popping up there it is, that bike, that, that beach cruiser. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and who had it on sale and what prices? And he said that wasn't the only time that's happened. He said that has happened several times. You know, like, uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Scary. I mean, you know. Yeah. I've caught it a bunch of times. Definitely, it's you. It's you, you do it some deja vu, or 
you know, you've seen the meme out there where stuff like that happens. And, and you know, it definitely is. And what people don't realize, too, if you want to bring, well, we'll throw some conspiracy on it since that's the flavor of the topic tonight. You know, back when the Patriot Act passed uh, back in, uh, what, 2003, 2004, you know, uh, what people don't understand is the government was making deals with these tech companies, putting these devices, these back doors, and, and all this access into these devices that they're selling to all these people worldwide. And, uh, you know, it's just, like you said, you see it firsthand with one year, you're talking about these bikes, and then boom, there it is, you know? Oh, yeah. He was even uh, saying, like, go into big, and he also said Google is tied in. One of them said that tied in, you know, with the government, you know, supplying, you know, all this information about me and you and your friend Richard there. And it, that is scary. But, you know, he said he, it was another case. He went into Walmart, for example. Right. And they were talking in the car about something they wanted to buy. Well, they had the cell phone, you know, in the car with him. But, you know, he wasn't talking to anybody. It wasn't dialed to anybody. Walks into Walmart. And guess what? He even pulled up on his phone. <laughs> yeah it, 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 exactly what he was looking for yeah exactly all yeah he he found that kind of strange but then also he was talking about you know that uh like certain words you you either type on when you're sending an email out uh or you talk on the phone or even radio host if there's certain words you use yeah. you're being recorded Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're trigger words, and, you know, that's that's what Snowden was talking about, you know, a couple of years ago when he broke the program that the NSA was using to build profiles on uh, on everyday people. You know, this was obviously a child of the Patriot Act, and um, this were, these were things that, you know, people didn't think much about back then because no one had a smartphone, no one had an iPhone, no one knew what an Android phone was. No one knew, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, I'd go online, you know, to get my, my Amazon and my eBay, it was infinite to what it's being used for today. And people gave up those liberties because they didn't understand them. Now that people all of a sudden, you know, have these devices, their security conscience and think they're geniuses and everybody wants to be, you know, Oh yeah, Oh no, you're spying on me and this and that. Well, this is what you passed and this is what you allowed. So, you know, it's scary, you know, it's only going to get worse too. That's what I'm going to say. the, The scariest thing that I find about the whole thing is that, us civilians every single day, we just go about our business and we turn the other eye to that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't, if you're not really paying attention, you're not realizing that, well, I was on Amazon searching for something. I just popped on Facebook and now I have 20 ads for it. Oh yeah. yeah. And, that, that is you know, all that. Yeah. And all that's going on and, and we just kind of just, okay, it's, it's fine. You know? And, and that's what I find scary is that we've gotten to that point where, all this stuff going on behind the scenes, and it's just accepted. It's it's hey, if I as long as I can get on Facebook, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, the bad and, you know the thing is, me and my wife are. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say. I was going to say, me, uh, just to touch on it. Me and my wife were talking the other day about you know how you know how how do they you know listen in? How do they you know figure out? How do they triangulate? And I was like, well, you know, just like Snowden was saying, they build you know these profiles. And like yeah. you said, certain keywords, these trigger words that they hit, you know, bomb, president, Trump, all in one sentence. Now we're hit. Now we're on a list. So now it's going to look at who we're talking to right now, all three of us. Then it's going to look at what are our motives? What have we done lately? Where are we shopping at? What are we looking at? Who are we doing? What are we doing? What's going on? And it builds these profiles. And as it continues and continues down these pyramids of profiles, and if we keep hitting the certain triggers, then they're going to send someone on your door. 
You know what I mean? Then they're going to start looking at you. Then there's going to be someone in the street looking at you. And oh, yeah. that's how it all works, you know? Well, not, I'm sorry to trigger us. I mean, let me to throw it out there. And what's also mm-hmm. bad, like what he was, the you know, the one from DOD was telling me about, okay, now, like, you know, he reminded me, you know, each time I have him on my show, you know, he says, hey, you know, you're, you're being watched now because, you know, I'm being watched. And, you know, and then, you know, everybody mm-hmm. you talk to, it's, it's, it's like a, a, a nice long train. I mean, the next person. And they talk tell to, two friends and they tell two friends and so on and so on. And then it's, yeah, it's a disease. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you know, he got to really watch what you say. I mean, I, 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 I always wonder how, like, you know, somebody threatens like the president or a governor or somebody, right, on the internet, or, or you know, or say says something on the phone, and all of a sudden, you know, like a couple of days later, they're being arrested. It's because you know what you say, go, you know, just doesn't yeah. stay in your house. And what also he mm-hmm. said, it's really bad that you know, like your laptop, or if you have a computer with a. Uh, a camera on it if they're watching you and you know the, yep. yeah all of a sudden you know he said like you know if you're gonna have sex with your wife or girlfriend that night you better cover up your lens yeah well then you got those people that just go ahead and ball it to the internet anyway without even thinking twice and don't even care you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, that this reminds me, you know, even there was a school teacher back about two years ago that the school district was giving all these laptops out to the students, right? This computer teacher, right, figured out, oh, gee, I can turn my, I can turn it on and watch you on your uh, camera, you know. And he got busted because he was watching the girl students, you know, at home, you know, like undressing and stuff like that. He got busted, you know, because somebody finally yeah. figured out, hey, why is that light coming on my uh, computer right now? It's because he figured out how to hack into everybody and, you know, and and turn on their uh, their camera. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. You know, it's kind of- it also brings bad. Exactly. And I kind of look at it like this. If you want to see my boring life, you know, if you want to tune in and listen to things that I'm talking about, by all means, go right ahead. You know what I mean? You want to see me and my wife going at it, go ahead. You know what I mean? It's a great show. So. Yeah, but I would like to get royalties in my case at my age. <laughs> no, I get it. Right, 100%. 100%. You want to get paid for this stuff. But like I said, you want to spy on it, go right. I, I, I'm shy. Yeah, it just. It's by the sheer numbers. I was going to say it's just the sheer numbers of people that are out there that they're doing this to. It's you, you, your odds of actually them turning up is just like winning the lottery, you know, because there's just so much access. It's so easy to get out there. There's so many people out there. You're more likely just to get passed by and someone else chosen than you just to be the one getting got. Well, the, the main reason why he said you'd have to worry about is if you talk to somebody else that they're being watched. Okay, yeah. maybe they they robbed banks. Maybe they done this, or maybe you know, oh yeah, they are drug smugglers or whatever, right? So they're being watched, and you don't know about it. So you you know you send them an email thinking that they're a nice person. All of a sudden now you're being watched, and your whole background and your whole life is you know being uh, investigated. You know that's what I hate about the internet. I mean the internet has come a long way since two thousand. But on the same oh, yeah. time, we've given all our rights away. So when com- people oh, complain yeah. they don't have no freedom anymore, well, I hate to say it. I mean, the Internet was the biggest thing to cause us to lose our freedom. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. It's a gift and a curse all at the same time with the things that you can do and the access it has and the power that it has. But at the same time, you're 
you whatever you're giving up, you're 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 giving it right back. It's a real smart way of doing it. You keep us all distracted with you know social media and the things on the internet, and in the meantime, you're spying on everything we do. Well, like Facebook. Yep, I mean, exactly. Facebook is so yeah. you know, it, and I I think you know that he just uh, you know became under uh, the UK was I guess questioning him, and he I guess blew up at him uh, because they were really coming down on him. Uh, you know about mm. they're basically what they're doing is Facebook is spying on everyone that's on Facebook. I mean they know uh, w- what friends you have, what things you look at, what type of things you say, and they sell the information. They're brokerage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. in the state of Michigan. You know, over here they sell your license number to advertisers and stuff like that. Your driver's license number, and there's a lot. I'm sure other states do it too, but yeah, certain states you can do that. They sell your personal information, and then. You know, once they get your information there, then they start looking at your other stuff and what you're making available for free as it is. Well, what's so bad is, too, if you want to get into conspiracies, I mean, let's face it, they know how much money you make, how much debt you are with credit cards, what credit cards you have, you know, uh, you know, what type of vehicles and boats and RVs you have, how many guns you have, you know, how many TVs you have in your house because the Internet uh, provider or the cable company gives them that information. I mean, they virtually know everything more about you and probably your spouse knows about you. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I don't know. It, it, it's. Yeah. I think it's gotten too far, and I think it's going to continue, and I don't think there's any way back. I mean, you know, back 20 years ago, to try to trace somebody down, it was so freaking hard. Now I can spend on 10 minutes on a computer and, you know, if and maybe, maybe 15 if I have to pay for the information. But, I mean, I can find yeah. out so much information about a guest before I bring them on the show, which I do occasionally because sometimes I get a guest on. You know, I want to check out and see if they're really, really legit. So I'll, I'll, you know, I'll spend a few bucks and I'll, I'll check them out. And it is kind of shocking some of the stuff that you find. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, a hundred percent. What's public knowledge too. And what can be collected very, very easily. You know, it's, it's definitely not hard to see uh, where you're at or what's going on or who you're talking to or what you're interacting with. So where do you guys see the future of your podcast going? I mean, what do you want to do? I mean, I, I know you you were saying you want to get more listeners. Uh, you know, uh, are you going to be changing your format, doing, uh, you know, more shows, uh, going longer, or, or what have you? I think, you know, I, I think for me, I, I I want to see the future of the show moving where we're, we're adding guests. Um, I'd like to broaden it. I'd like to broaden us into having actually a little bit, you know, more as far as some paranormal guests tapping with some people that I know, um, doing some some more UFOs, some Bigfoot. Um, and, you know, at, at times, I think sometimes with, with Bobby and I, we have, we do have some strong shows when we're even just hitting on some current event news type of cycles, you know, just Trump and what's going on with, with North Korea and, and Iran and, you know, I, I think I think for for the future of our show, I, I think we need to broaden it a bit. I, I think it was more of getting our feet wet, getting used to, and comfortable with what we're doing as a show. Um, like Bobby said, we added both of our wives on, and I think they have a tendency to ground us when we start getting a little too out there and and crazy and or taking us out there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, taking us out and, 
And I think they've they've done a good job of, of adding to the show. So I think now now we're at that point. I think that we we need to broaden it a bit. And Bobby, I don't know what you think, but that's those are just kind of my views. Yeah, just like Rich was saying, you know, just kind of bring some more guests in and uh, try to get more interaction with more people and to touch on different topics. Um, it's always good to kind of, you know, obviously just conspiracy. A conspiracy can relate to, like Rich said, Bigfoot, UFOs, ghosts, paranormal, whatever. And um, you can really go in a lot of different areas and touch on a lot of different topics. Um, but definitely like the interaction, you know, like with the format, we touch on a lot of current events at first. And, you know, sometimes me and Rich can just get going back and forth. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go get in a heated flat earth debate or we'll get in a heated conspiracy <laughs> debate about one way or another we view things. And, you know, that might go on, you know, or we could touch on a topic. We'll have a featured topic, which would be UFOs or paranormal. And, you know, we might only touch on it just for a little bit because the current event is actually taking up more interest and more time. And there'll be people in the chat room saying, hey, yeah, let's, we're rapping about this. You know, what's going on with that? And, you know, it all, and, and the length, you know, it all depends on, I guess, really the flow of the conversation. If we feel like we've got a good show going on, if uh, Shannon didn't drink all the rum shotta, um, I think that we would definitely, you know, we could have, you know, all kinds of different lengths for episodes. It all just depends on the topic, you know. And what we're talking about and how it's rolling. And one of the big things we want is we want interaction from the people listening. Uh, you know, we we want people to call in. We want people to join the chat room. It's it's one of those shows that we we want we want to have fun. We want the people to have fun, but we want the interaction. We don't want it just where it's you just sit there and listen to us ramble for an hour or two hours or whatever it may be. You know, you got an opinion? Let us hear about it and, and come on. And, you know, we're a show that we're not going to judge anybody because, I mean, hell, some of the things we're talking about is, is crazy anyways. And, you know, <laughs> I think that's where the future of the show is going. Well, I, I, you know, I'll take that back. I will judge. I do judge. I, I will judge heavily, actually. I judge very, very heavily. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you guys this. I started out in broadcast, I think, right in 1976. I, I got my first gig as a DJ. Second gig was doing talk shows, and then I started doing, you know, more talk shows in my early career than, you know, being a DJ. And I really enjoyed it. But back then, you know, paranormal wasn't anything like today. I mean, we were talking about occults and witchcraft, and that was pretty much it. You know, occasionally somebody would talk about a UFO, but not much. Now it, it has really, really changed where the paranormal is like everywhere. I mean, people are more open you know, about it. People back, you know, when I first started out in broadcasting, they didn't want to say, hey, I saw a Bigfoot or I saw a UFO because you know why? They would have been labeled as a you're crackpot. Cool. Yeah, you're not, you know. And and now, I mean, you got people, you know, coming forward and saying, hey, I ran into a Bigfoot or I ran, you know, I saw a UFO or, you know, or what have you, or I was adopted, you know. And, and people are more willing to talk about it now. And it has changed uh, but I will say this, and I've said it numerous times. If you go on the internet, there is literally thousands of talk shows in the paranormal. I mean, you, I yeah. mean, you could spend the whole weekend and find every five minutes, another talk show. And yeah. the, the bad thing is, you know, I retired, you know, back a few years ago. I, I was out of broadcasting for about 20 years, but I did almost 20 years of broadcasting before I retired out of it. And, you know, uh, I was friends, 
not a close friend, but a friend of Art Bell. And, you know, back about maybe now going on 11 months ago, you know, I was talking to him and I go, you know, gee, I'm bored just riding my motorcycle all the time. And he said, Kate, get back and do what you're, you were good at. Go back into broadcasting. And you know what? Yeah. It, it hit me. So, you know, I started my show just like you guys. And I didn't really know what I was doing because, I mean, I was used to actually having an engineer run my show. I just talked behind the microphone. I mean, you know, and, you know, my background in electronics is outdated, okay? It's dated, like in the 80s, <laughs> late 80s. Uh, that's where my wife came in handy, but what she does. I mean, she, that's what she does for a living. She knows computers. And, uh, you know, I got on the show, and, uh, you know, the first week, I was really depressed, guys. I had maybe like five listeners, you know, and that that went that went on for maybe two weeks, and then all of a sudden it started getting you know like twenty five or thirty. I'm going, wow, it's picking up, not. And then you know, after a couple months, I started feeling you know getting back the uh, the feel of doing a show because, like I said, I've been out of it for a while. Um, all of a sudden it started going, you know, in the high hundreds and into the thousands. So now when I do a show, uh, between all the different apps I'm on, uh, and my website and you name it, uh, I'm averaging 30 to sometimes high as 60,000, uh, per episode of my show. Now it's live and we're live on at least three different, uh, formats out there. But I mean, it's really drastically picked up, but I focused on how I wanted to run my show. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think that's what, what, with Bobby and I, is it's taken some time to really figure out, you know, what the dynamic of the show, um, you know, we started with him and I, and then, you know, my wife would kind of make some comments during the air, but off mic that people would hear and people liked it. And so then we just, we realized, you know what, she had something to show. And then we realized, well, Bobby's wife had something. And, and it's just, it's, you know, I, I try to talk with Bobby all the time. Of, we, we just got to be patient. We, we keep pushing. We keep doing what we want. We keep having fun. There's going to be a breakthrough at some point. Um, you know, and that's, and that's what we're doing. It, it, biggest thing I think is that, you know, we have fun when we do the show. Um, it, it doesn't feel like, you know, a chore or, or something that we don't want to do. And as long as I feel that, I always feel like, you know, the show is worth doing. And I think the viewers will hear that fun that we have. And hopefully that will rub off on them as well. Oh, I think so. I mean, it takes time. You know, I I, I probably advanced more than a lot of people because my back out, uh, background in broadcasting made it a little bit easier. You know, I knew how to market myself. Plus, I know, you know, how to find the right guests and how to. I'm pretty good. I mean, almost every guest I've interviewed, you know, will send me a message afterwards and they, they come back and they go, the way you, you know, interview me, you get stuff out of me that the other uh, hosts don't uh, seem to do. And I, you know, I just have a different approach. I use the same approach I did in the late seventies and it seems to work. You know, I, 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 everybody mm -hmm. I bring on the show, I take them at face value. Now I, that's not saying I believe what they say, you know, <laughs> but I give, I give them the opportunity to say what they want to say, you know, and then oh, I leave it up to the listener to make their decision if the guy's a crackpot or not. You don't want somebody to come on your show and feel like they're being questioned or attacked or 
you know, and I think that's what's what's great about your, you know, the show is that you're allowing people to to voice their opinion and not get off the air and feel like, wow, that he just railed me for an hour and a half. Oh yeah, I mean, I listen to some shows where they do that. You know, they basically, you know, they they torture the guests without the guests realizing it. And I'm sure after the guest is off and they go to bed that night, all of a sudden they realize that they were kind of made a fool of, you know. Um, that's that's the other thing I have in the paranormal. It really drives me crazy. You listen to some of these shows out there, right? They do so much damage to the paranormal without realizing it. Oh, yeah. Because they don't, yep. one, they don't know the subjects uh, to talk about. They don't know. If they. I make a point, of, and I don't know what you guys do, but every time I bring a guest on, if they wrote a book, I'll read mo- majority of that book before I bring them on. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely got to have some knowledge about it. Yeah, and, you know, considering I have a guest every night, five nights a week, I mean, you know, I spent a long time, you know, researching each guest. So I know what questions to ask and and it seems to be working. And I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I think, you know, if you guys give it a little more time and and, you know, and figure out exactly the route you're going to go, you'll have the guest. You know, uh, yeah. I will yeah. recommend listen to some of these other shows on the uh, Internet mm-hmm. and you, you'll find out real fast what you need to do to make your show even a lot better. Well, yeah, and, yeah, you know, definitely. You're completely right. With like with, with the paranormal shows, is you know if you go on and and you're claiming to be a paranormal show and you have no idea what you're talking about, uh, what is going to make people stay and listen? And you know, with Bobby and I, we try to always, you know, when we decide to come up with a topic, you know, him and I are both usually, you know, we're well, we're usually competing with each other to figure out who knows more about that subject the following week but you got to go on air and you got to have some type of knowledge of what you're talking about because my god nobody wants to listen to it if you don't oh no you yeah. know the war I, don't... I think that's the thing that we want to try to do to keep our show too is like you know i don't want to say different from everybody else because everybody else tries to do the same thing obviously um but you know it's all about the facts for me you know just just like you like rich was saying what you're saying got to come correct got to have some knowledge got to know what you're talking about if you don't know what you're talking about, it's just not going to work. So, no, well, I, and I think what I'd say, I have listened to some hosts, you know, that, uh, you know, are very high rated, but the, they get on and the guest actually takes control. I, I'll be honest with you. The first two, three months of my show, you know, I was starving for guests at that point. Now I don't even really have to look for guests. They come and find me, you know, and I'm very selective. But at the start, it seemed like, what I would get in would be psychics and mediums, psychics, psychics and mediums every almost every night. Somebody, one of the p- people I hired was booking in mediums and science. And, you know, how many times can you interview somebody on the same subject? You know, I mean, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, it's called boring, it's you know, <laughs> and it's, it's just going to be the same questions for you every night. Well, I can, I, I can honestly tell you, you can bring in 10 psychics and 10 mediums and get 10 different answers on each one. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, opinions and assholes, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, some of them, you know, I, I had one lady on my show, and I'm not trying to downgrade anybody. So if, for the audience out there, if you think no. I'm, I'm picking on my guests, I'm not. But I had one lady uh, that she was 67 years old. 
but you know she was reincarnated she's a medium and she was telling me about how in her prior life she worked for a major uh, police department out of well LA and uh, she was a 911 operator now I started really figuring my okay she's 67 years old right <laughs> and she was re reincarnated right they didn't have 911 operators <laughs> you know that would have 60 you know you, you figure her age hey it was a dead giveaway but she believed it and right. I, I let her talk about it she was a nice nice lady and she had a lot of interesting things uh, to say and she wrote a good book and I read the book and actually it was a very good read I mean you just have to overlook a, a, a few things you know but then I also had a, re, a tired uh, retired detective on my show that uh, when he retired he wanted to go into hip you know hypnotize people and take them into past lives and uh you know I asked him I said well did you ever investigate any of these people that you took them back and he goes, yeah, I did. And he, you know, said that it was kind of scary because a lot of these things that the people were saying, he found, you know, where they were born under that name, uh, you know, all the same things that happened, you know, kind of all jived together. So it makes you wonder. Yeah. And, you know, I've run across some mediums and psychics. I've run across a few that I, I truly believe are 100% legit. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I've also run across some where you can just... You can just look and, and kind of shake your head and quietly just know, yeah, that this story is not anything that they're saying. Um, but that's, you know, I mean, that's like anything. Like, you know, you're going to run across people that they, they they need that attention. They need that, you know, acceptance. And, you know, it, it's tough because when you're trying to be in a field and you have people that are doing that, you're, you're hurting everybody. Like you said, some of these shows, you're hurting the entire the entire field because of some of the shows that you're, you're putting on. And, you know, that's what I talk about with Bobby a lot. He's, he doesn't get real involved with the paranormal, the whole paranormal side, but you know, he, he, he sits back and laughs sometimes at some of the things I tell him. Well, you know, some of the paranormal stuff, you know, like, uh, you know, I did, and I don't care if you guys believe me or not, but you know, I was talking about it the other day, uh, with, uh, with Kevin, a guest on my show, was actually going to be hosting my Sunday show this week uh, for me. But um, I ran into a Bigfoot with a friend of mine who just got out of uh, internship. He was a medical doctor. He just 
fitted a new office for his, you know, for his uh, medical office. And, you know, I was an avid photographer. At that point, I was managing like a, a chain of major professional camera stores. And that's how I got to know him. He goes, hey, let's go on a road trip. I was very noted at that time for doing ghost town type pictures and old, you know, mm-hmm. pictures like that. And I said, OK, where do you want to go? And he goes, Canadian Rockies. We went up to Canadian Rockies. We went to an old Japanese uh, internment camp, which was two miles off a deserted road up in the Canadian Rockies. And we ran into a Bigfoot. And I'll tell you that, you know, people can deny it or whatever. Scariest thing ever. But I know from my experience what happened, what it looked like. So when I get other people coming on and wanting to be on the show, the very first thing I do is I kind of quiz them. And, you know, I can find out really fast. I had Ed Romans. If you lived in Canada, you'd know he's the number one uh, folk singer in Canada. He had an experience with Bigfoot. Matched everything that I saw, what he saw. Mm-hmm. Scary. Wow. But then, you know, I've had people want to be a guest on my show. One guy claimed he sent me for months emails almost every day. I want to be a guest on your show. I'm a Bigfoot hunter. I have 30 years experience. So I finally got a hold of the guy on the phone because, you know, I, he was kind of annoying me a lot. And I said, <laughs> OK, well, where have you looked uh, for Bigfoot at? Where have you been out looking? And he goes, well, I haven't. I studied it on the internet and before that i read books about it well, that uh, makes him a professional <laughs> yeah it makes him a professional i don't know what i mean how can you be a bigfoot hunter if you only go on the internet and you know you look at what's on the internet and you read books on it for 30 years does that make you a bigfoot hunter no it don't he never made it on my show i can tell you that he never did and after i told yeah. him that he wasn't going to be on my show i never heard again from him I'll tell you what, you ever seen uh, Les Stroud's Survivor Man? Uh, you ever heard of him by chance? Oh, yeah, I used to watch that. It was a good show. Okay. Did you ever see his uh, Bigfoot episodes? Because he actually did two straight seasons um, dedicated to trying to find Bigfoot. And he's got some amazing footage and some great stuff. I don't know if you've seen that or heard of it. No, no. I, I probably okay, didn't so watch he, it when that was actually, on. He he was he went out to go do a show, you know, he went to go get lost and be a survivor man, you know, and, and, and get lost out in the wilderness and he had an experience. And, you know, he didn't think nothing of it. And then he went out again, I think, with his wife or his son or something at a time and he had another experience. And it was real and scary enough for him to completely switch focus of being a survival expert and doing these survivor shows mm-hmm. to doing Bigfoot hunting. And He's got some of the best evidence that I've seen, and he, and in terms of seeing, you know, and I, obviously I'm not a professional or whatever or something like that, but to take it seriously and look at it as a scientific perspective, and since he just brought it up, I just wanted to throw that out there. It, it was a great, great, great uh, uh, show, and I thought it was very, very wonderful. I, I think you should take a look at it and, and really, you know, tell him what you think about it. Maybe you can get him on the show and, and, and interview him yeah. and uh, see what he's got to say because he – he he knows his stuff, and from what he was doing, you know, as as fine as being a Bigfoot hunter, great stuff. Well, you know, that would be interesting because the episodes I saw him, you know, being out with his little camera, you know, uh, you know, it, uh, where he'll place, you know, he would build for, you know, to stay and live in, 
and and what he had to yeah, do. He's no BS. He he carries all that stuff around with him. Oh he yeah, doesn't have a crew with him. He's no bear. He does all that stuff on his own. So oh, yeah. And, but then you know, I actually talked to one of the, the show's uh, stars that was just canceled, uh, uh, finding Bigfoot, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I hate to say it. That also does, and I'm probably going to get sued on this, but that kind of does damage to the paranormal. Because what he told me is, you know, how could you even begin to look for Bigfoot if you got a crew of 13 people tramping around with you while you're supposedly looking for Bigfoot, which they didn't even give them enough time to go out and really look. You're not going to find a deer that so much as a Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and that's why I like what Les Stroud was doing because he went out there. Uh, with another guy that he had met up with who was a definitive Bigfoot hunter who has some great footage himself out there. And, um, you know, they systematically did it. They would hide little small cameras throughout the forest. They would camp out by themselves and no one else. And they would really try to do things that, you know, they would do not with 14, 15 people tromped through the woods with microphones and, and backpacks and flashes and cameras and lights. You know what I mean? It's, you're going to scare everything away. You're not going to find a snail. Well, that's it's, it's, well, I'm saying, it's just like that with the paranormal, too. I mean, you got these groups that go in there 20 deep, and, you know, they're trying to claim that they're, you know, searching for demons and, and the whole thing. It, you're not going to find it. it it's, it's a lot, you know, it, it's a lot more believable when you have just one or two people and, and, really taking it seriously and, and, you know, just a little camera, no big production company, you know, because I mean, when you have that production company, you have to find something, whether that's going to be generated by you or by the environment, you know, unfortunately. Or, 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 you, or you go to the, like the cable, I mean, travel channel that for years yeah. had, had a ghost hunting show Yeah, and the one guy yeah, quit. And, yeah. And he, he would actually came out and said that, you know, they'd go out, and they didn't have enough time even to really do any research. They would come back, right? Yeah. And they would say, we don't have anything. And they would say, the network would say, go back out and find it. Fake it. Whatever. Come back with some, you know, yep. footage. That does so much damage when you hear that, you know? Yeah. But then I, I have yeah. a group that's been on my show, I think, t- twice. And they're going to be back on in June called Southern Paranormal. I mean, these guys take it serious, and, you know, they have gotten mm-hmm. some really good, well, uh, sounds of, of uh, strange voices, you know, in, recorded. Uh, and they've seen some things that it's really interesting that it makes your eyebrows stand out. But then, like, I yeah. had another uh, two guests on the show from another group. I'm not going to say who they are, but they are on Facebook a lot. They advertise on, well, they're on YouTube a lot. And I got them on the show, and I realized the first five minutes, their whole idea was not so much trying to go ghost hunting and find stuff. They wanted to get a contract with a cable company for their show. That's what they wanted. They wanted a contract. Well, that, well, why, you know, they weren't on my show very long. No. No, and unfortunately, that's another thing, too. I was just going to say, uh, you know, with me and uh, me and Rich, you know, I don't think we're really in this for the money. You know, we kind of just do it as a passion project. And I think that's when you start losing your credibility as well, too. When when you start throwing the money into it and the greed gets involved, you know, when you lose the passion for it, 
no one can take you seriously. And that's, you know, it's the same thing with facts too. Who's behind it? Who's your source? How much did they pay you to put that out there? And, and that's another thing with conspiracy. You know, it's, it's, you can't, you don't know what, what you're taking, you know, legit. You don't know what's what. You don't know who's being truthful to what, who's not being bribed, who's got an ultimative, uh, an ultimatum. Um, and, you know, it's just one thing with me and Rich, we're just doing it for the fun of it. And, you know, we try our hard to find the best facts we can and make sure that we're trying to be as honest and truthful with these others we are ourselves. Because if you're just out there making a fool of yourself, it's going to be exposed like every other of these shows have been. Well, you know, like, I'll be honest with you. I had a major network come up to me a few months ago and they offered me a large amount of money uh, to come on their network to do what I'm doing. But, uh, well, it, it, it kind of didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And uh, I'm not going to get into the, one of the reasons why I didn't do it. But it would have put me on over 100 and some radio stations immediately. But the, wow. some, the, the, some of the things was, well, I on call-ins, I wouldn't do the screening. See, when I take call-ins in, I, I take them in and, you know, I got a dump button. So if I don't like what they're saying, I dump them off the air right off the bat. But I don't take screen calls. The, everything would had to be screened. I couldn't pick the guests. They would pick the guests. So basically all I'm going to be doing is, okay, here's the guest you're interviewing tonight. Ask them these questions. Well, you know what? So it, it, it didn't work out. Just a voice. Yeah. So you could offer me over $100,000 a year to do a show. If it's not what I want to do, yeah. I'd rather starve to death. But I'm fortunately, I'm retired. I don't really need the extra money. Uh, well, I guess any everybody can use extra money. But, you know, I, I do my show. It's like you guys. It, it's fun. And the day it's not fun is the day I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the yeah, thing when is, you lose the passion for it, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, no, I was just going to say it's, it's, it's very easy to, to have a lot of respect for you to make a decision like that because, you know, you don't want to be just a voice for, you know, some network. You want to, you know, create your show, control your show. And, you know, that's, to me, it's, it's very respectable because, you know, hey, a lot of people would have taken that deal. Well, I, I thought about it. You know, I ride Harleys, and I'm really, I've been into motorcycles for years. They they were to the point where they offered to fly up the vice president of this corporation, which is one of the biggest corporation, entertainment corporations out there. They offered to uh, take me into the local Harley shop, and they said I could pick out any Harley. Uh, yeah. I was really tempted, okay? Uh, <laughs> but my one son, you know, helped me get this show going on the website. Uh, side of it and all that stuff he told me don't do it don't do it you know and i you know i'll be honest with you for a couple of days i kept thinking wow that's a lot of money for doing a four hour a night show and you know but yeah. then i started realizing this isn't going to be fun anymore so if i have to come back and do a show as an employee and do something i'm not happy with it wouldn't work out yeah yeah at least now yeah 100 percent at least now, like I do have a couple of stations that's going to come on board. I'm working with about with 20 more, and then I'm going to keep working with more. And, you know, I don't make anything, uh, you know, having them on. Where I make my money is my, off my advertising. 
you know, somebody advertises on my show. I don't make it off the radio station carries it, but you know, I want to get my show out there and you know, that's what I'm working on, but I want it under my, my, uh, my way, not somebody else's way. But I think once you, once you get to that point where, you know, other people are controlling your show, how can it ever be what you really truly want it to be? You know, you just, you lose that, you lose that creative control. You lose that ability to, you know, change something on the fly because you're not liking the way something's going. You know, you got to be happy. That's ultimately, you know, the biggest thing is you got to be happy. Well, I think so, you know, and, you know, I, I'm not really into what you guys do. I'm more on the paranormal side, but, you know, we take it like on UFOs. We kind of research, you know, I, you know, I, I make it interesting when we do stuff on UFOs. In fact, we're going to be June. I think I got like 10 shows on some very noted people in the UFO field will be on. And the same with Bigfoot and then, you know, some ghost hunter groups, you know, and I, I just want to make it interesting for the, you know, the audience mm-hmm. out there that listens to it. You can kind of sit back after a hard day at work and relax and enjoy the show one way or the other. Either they like it or they don't like it. I mean, you know, but I don't want to fake it. Well, exactly. That's that's what me and Bobby always say. We start off the show saying, you know, everybody have a drink, take a shot. We're going to have some fun tonight. And, and you may not agree with us, but, hey, we're going to have some fun tonight. Kill and shoot and taking like four or five shots, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. One thing I'm gonna warn you guys, audio is very uh important nowadays. Audio quality. Yeah. So, you know, you might consider if you make any changes in the show, audio quality is the most important thing because you could have a great show, but if you don't have, you know, really good audio, that's gonna turn a lot of people away. I think some people yeah. even listen to my show because the, the, I, I I get so many emails and texts every day about how good the audio quality of my show is compared to a lot of other shows. Hey, they don't realize, though, I spent almost, I think, like $18,000 for all my equipment here uh, to make it sound <laughs> like it is. I mean, that's a lot of money. I could have gone out and bought another motorcycle. Yeah, we got rubber bands and duct tape and, and suit cams, and we think it's it's working pretty good right now, you know. But once we uh, once we start getting moving along a little better, I think we'll definitely be invested in some some proper some good stuff. So, no, Rich has got a great setup down uh, down over at his house, and you know, that's primarily where we do the show. We go out uh, out of Rich's house, and um, he's got a nice little setup over there, and you know, it, it's nice being around the table and just all of us around there talking. And we do have the occasional uh, uh, rain fart or the shot spills or, you know, we knock something over, there's some interference. And, you know, like we said, we're, we're getting started with this stuff and we're really, you know, it, we've come so far along just in the last couple months that we're doing it. And uh, we know that we definitely have a couple issues from here and there just with some audio quality stuff, but just because we're some big dummies, you know, we're, we're just some regular guys that, you know, have passion for paranormal stuff and, and oddities in the world, and we decided that we want to have some drinks and talk about it. Sometimes we just have a little too many drinks. <laughs> well, I've done, I, actually, I've, I, you know, I, I, oh, I think we just lost one of you guys. Uh, I've actually had that happen with me where, you know, uh, all of a sudden my wife will, or one of my sons will say, here's a, a dark beer. I'm a cheap alcoholic. I get drunk on one beer. 
you know, and yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, what what'll happen is I'll drink that one beer, and all of a sudden, I'm making no sense on my end. So I really feel sorry for the guest on, <laughs> if if I do drink that beer, you know. <laughs> right, if we're already talking out, but but yeah, so. But then sometimes I'll be honest with you. I need that beer just to deal with that guest. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's uh, most I got to have a shot just to go over time. to Rich's house sometimes. It's <laughs> most of the time I'm drinking because I'm looking at Bobby here. So. Yes, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> well, have you, I take it you guys haven't had much in guests yet, but have you had anybody on as a guest that you kind of like were totally amazed, like, uh, oh my God, type of amazed? You know, I mean, to be completely honest with you, um, no. I, I mean, I don't think so personally because right now most of the show has been like the four of us. We haven't really had a lot of guests on, to be honest. Um, we've had, I've had some, you know, friends of the paranormal that have come on and, and I guess what I could say is there's been times where we have had some some paranormal people that I knew um, learning about them and learning more about their beliefs in the paranormal did open my eyes to maybe how sincere some of these some of these friends that I have are. Um, so I guess I can say yes to that. I mean, we we have a paranormal group from Utah that you know comes on our show. And they're they're very sincere on what they do. We've had a Bigfoot hunter um, that I was I was really blown away at just how much time spent in the woods he he went and did like he did a whole Appalachian mountain climb where he was out in the woods for four months or five months and I had no idea that you know, some of these Bigfoot hunters that that's exactly what they did, that they went out that long and left their job and, and, you know, were really out documenting all of this. And and I guess for me, you know, yeah, that was a big eye opener. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people it, it take it serious. Then, like I mentioned, I've had a couple ghost hunting groups on, right? Their idea is they would go to a old house or old tavern or somebody's house and spend two, three hours and say, oh, there's nothing there and leave. Yeah. You know, those are the people that really, I hate to say it, uh, again, damage uh, anything to do with the paranormal because they're doing it more as a social gathering point rather than, you know, taking it really serious or or they're just accidentally yeah. hoping to run across something. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, so like a, a group we've had on Paranormal Disorder out of Utah, they're very, very professional, very serious. Um, when we've had them on, we've really, I, I've left that show thinking, wow, um, you know, I, I knew things about these guys, but I didn't know just how seriously they took it. Um, you know, I, I know an ITC developer in the paranormal community, and it's a very hot topic of, you know, is ITC applications real, like they say, um, his name's Dave Miller, and the amount of hours that I've talked to him about how much time he puts into developing, you know, these these ITC applications, you you end up leaving your show thinking, you know, the, wow, I can't believe 
for people who aren't really making any money to be, you know, devoting that much time to something they love, it's, 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 it's really, it's, it's really cool to see because like you said, there are a lot of people who two hours in a place, they Facebook live themselves and then they walk away claiming that they're a, you know, a, a big paranormal investigator. I know. But that, when you can find those real people, that's where you really have respect for the field. Well, you know what I hate, and I got into it on uh, on on somebody that posts this stuff up on Facebook. They're going out uh, and looking for Bigfoot, and they're showing the little video, you know, Facebook Live, and they're walking on a trail that you can tell the trail probably a hundred people or more a day walk <laughs> on that trail, right? You know, and they're trying to, you know, run into a Bigfoot. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, when I did it and my friend did it, we were out in, like I said, the Canadian Rockies, way out in the middle of nowhere. And it was just purely accidental. I mean, we weren't even looking for a Bigfoot. We just wanted to take pictures of what was left of the internment camp and the silver mines and the old cemetery and all that stuff where they buried the Chinese, you know, workers of the, the mines and stuff. That's what we were doing. And when we ran into the Bigfoot, I mean, that scared, you know, what out of me. So, but after seeing one, I can tell really fast when somebody tells me they want to be on the show and they describe, well, they saw a Bigfoot. If it doesn't match anywhere near what I saw, then I, I know they're, you know, they're, uh, imagining it and i'm sorry there's people out there that actually you know like you mentioned earlier they want to be uh famous for a few minutes even if if they're not telling the truth yeah yeah and and that's unfortunate but you know that 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 the whole social media it's given people that that platform and you know i mean you go on facebook live and film yourself for two minutes and then you walk away thinking you're a celebrity but in the meantime, you're not you're not doing what you're there to do, and and it, you know at, even when I go to you know some of these um, ghost hunts where it may be a public event, there's a hundred people there. There's no way you're gonna you, you can really you know get down to business and, and document anything. But yet, eighty of them are on Facebook Live. They're all posting you know oh my God I've I've been touched. There's demons in here and then they go up. They they log off. They go home, and then they have a following. Oh yeah, and that that's alarming. You know, I mean, I've seen that so many times. You know, uh, yeah. you know, like I, I hate to say it, ghost boxes. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I do have that type of electronic background behind me. You know, you're basically modifying some type of radio, AM, FM, or what have you, just to scan the frequencies really fast. You know. And, you know, I guess if you sit there and ask a question and it's scanning all the different songs it's playing, the, the announcers, commercials, you know, they're, they're going to hear what they want to hear out of that. I mean, just, yeah. but I don't think a ghost is talking through it. Well, and, and that's the problem is, you know, so some of my background with, with paranormal is I, I do get into some of the ghost boxes and some of the, some of the apps and, but the problem is, is like you said, it's, it's scanning through radio frequencies. So, you know, you, you're going to get something where all of a sudden the radio station might be saying hello or good morning. But too many people are too, too quick to say, yeah, that was a response by a ghost. Yeah. 
Um, I've had I've had some experiences where there's been maybe a response that has come out of one where it's it's maybe said something very personal to me. Whereas I've been asking for maybe a nickname that a family member has called me, and it was a very it's not a very common nickname, and it comes through. I don't say that that's paranormal, but I say that definitely is something that is intriguing. Well, it make my hair stand up uh, on my neck. Yeah. yeah. And well, well, you know what? But the, but the problem that you know, yeah. What you, you what I've asked some of these ghost hunters, okay? What does the average person, especially going back 20, 30, 40 years ago or more, what did the, the average person do? They smoked, right? So if you're yeah. if you're in an old prison, tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC or you're in a mental institution or you're walking through a cemetery at night, you know, uh, one of the questions I, I, and I've asked all of them, do you ever ask like, do you want a cigarette? And they go, I never thought about that. Yeah. That was one of the very first yeah. things I would think in my mind, you know, if I'm doing, you know, looking for anything in the old uh, prison or whatever, I'm going to say, Hey, does anybody want a cigarette? Cause you know, undoubtedly, yeah. I mean that they, they smoked. I mean, that's, part of their life they had and probably about the only life mm-hmm. they had you would think okay yeah. somebody's gonna go yeah give me a cigarette you, no you know that never happens yeah yeah you know and it's tough and that's why that's why honestly like i watch these shows and i i, I hear people talking about how their evidence is just groundbreaking and, and unfortunate that's why it's paranormal and it's unknown because we really don't have any answers i mean you know, like I said, I I can go to a cemetery and, and I've had some instances where I've, I guess I've left the cemetery thinking I may have, I may have made contact with something because, you know, I've gotten some names that are, are very close to me or I've gotten names of, you know, on, on, you know, graves right next to me where I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a grave and I'm saying, name the person that I'm looking at and a name comes through, but I still will never sit and say that was a ghost talking to me because there's always that chance that like we talked about, especially a ghost box, maybe that name came through on the radio and it was just all, it was just all happened by chance. Yeah. But, but, uh, but if it happens, you know, you know, more than once, I mean, you know, let's say, yeah. uh, you know, I used to listen to like old Art Bell shows and there was this one lady and uh, a guy that they would go to all these different cemeteries and they would always seem to have, you know, uh, you know, voices from, you know, the deceased, you know, yeah. little, little kids, uh, uh, women, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of things, you know, saying, that, where's mommy or you know, have you seen daddy or things like that? And yeah. they, you know, they, they had a lot of them and, you know, so that's kind of hard to explain, you know, how yeah. it's getting picked up. So I not ruin mm-hmm. it out. I mean, what I rule it out yeah. is when yeah. somebody, you know, I hate <laughs> to say it, 
I watched one person one time, they wanted something so bad uh, that mm-hmm. they they heard it themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the problem. Is you, you want you can make yourself think you heard your name, hello, or, you know, if you really are, if you're going somewhere searching and you need an answer, you're going to walk away with it because you'll convince yourself that you're getting responses. Oh, yeah. So you guys are going to look be looking for guests. Uh, you know, I will let uh, you guys know some places where you can actually find some good quality guests for your show, both in conspiracy and in paranormal. And uh, like I was mentioning, I'm more than happy, you know, to, you know, turn you on. You know, I was telling Richard uh, to some people, too, you know. Yeah, we, uh, we re- I really appreciate that. Like I said, it's, you know, we don't. We don't really try to go around asking for help or anything, and, and we're just trying to have fun and, and get connected with good people, have good guests on, and, you know, just the, the time that I've been talking with you, I just, you know, I really appreciate everything that, uh, some of the advice you've been giving us, and, you know, especially just having us on tonight, it's, it's a pleasure being on Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It definitely was, uh, it definitely was, uh, um, you know, like you said, Rick was saying, give us some good advice things we can look forward to, things we can look at, how we can touch on it. I uh, definitely appreciate the, um, the the shout outs and the plugs and all that good stuff and the leads for some good guests. So, Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I, 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 I hate to say it. I mean, I will do whatever I can for some people out there. And then there's other ones I, I look at and, you know, I, I don't like drama. So, I mean, you know, if somebody's out there creating drama over their show, I don't even listen to it. Uh, you know, I, it's one thing, you know, uh, being a acquaintance of Art Bell, you know, uh, he told me a lot of things. I'm not going to go into it, but, you know, I, I, I really opened my eyes, you know, to the paranormal, you know, again, like running into a Bigfoot back in the early 2000s, really, uh, you know, and plus a couple other things in my life, you know, I'm 66 years old. So there's been a couple of things I've seen that have been unexplainable. But once it actually happens to you, you realize there's things out there that, you know, how do you explain it? You can't. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and that's and that's what makes the conversation so fun is, is you're, you're, you know, a lot of times with me and Bobby, our show, we don't come to a conclusion at the end because we don't know. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun is is getting a group of people together discussing things that are, are, are unknown and, you know, opening your mind to things. You got to open your mind to things. You can't, you can't yeah. just be so one-sided on things. Well, if you are, it, you'll I'm never, definitely you'll one-sided never make it. when it comes to flat earth though. Yeah. Oh, flat, flat earth, you know, I, I actually, yeah, I have a <laughs> guest that's coming on the show on flat earth and he's going to have to do a lot of convincing to me. But talking to him on the phone back about a month ago, I said, okay, if the earth is flat, where does the oceans run off to? And he hesitated and he says, well, the way, you know, the earth is spinning, even being flat, it keeps the oceans there. But I said, wouldn't it kind of like slop over? And, you know, just little weird questions I'd ask him and he didn't have any answers. Or I have another guest that's coming on who insists that in the middle of the earth, there's another sun, uh, there's an ocean, and there are, you know, uh, aliens running around in the middle of the earth. 
uh, he's going to be on the show. So we're, you know, he's going to have to do some convincing to me, uh, you know, to. Well, technically, you know. there is a sun in the middle of the earth. You know, the molten, uh, the molten iron and and uh, molten uh, rock that's uh, that's there is, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of sunlight, you know, material. So yeah, you can make that excuse. <laughs> yeah, but how about the big ocean and the sun? You know, the center Earth isn't that big. When you really figure out the size of the Earth, and then you start shrinking it down to the middle of the Earth, and then you have the molten lava or the molten whatever, right? And now, how are you going to have basically a you know, a, uh, well, a sun in the air, uh, you know, up above you and then have a big, huge ocean, you know, and all these huge caves. That, I just don't know how that can happen. I just, maybe I'm totally wrong. I could be. I guess you're going you're gonna to no, find out. Too, yeah, that's uh, too many. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I, don't, I can't even say on that one. That's a tough one when we do as well. <laughs> well, a lot of journey to the center of the earth episodes when he was a kid, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, uh, that out there. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's that one that was uh, with the German submarine that captured these uh, British sailors and they went to uh, an island and it was prehistoric animals and all that stuff? They probably watched too many. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, probably watched too many of those in, in center of the earth with Pat Boone and a bunch of other people. You know, they, I guess maybe he watched too many. I don't know. But, you know, maybe there is, you know, yeah. uh, you know, a uh, huge cave system where they could be aliens. I don't know. I sure don't want to find out. I, I mean, you know. But that's what we'll come to the table to talk about. And that's why we're out here to talk about it and have a good time with it. So, Well, that's a whole point. You know, you get your audience out there, right? Even if they don't agree with what you say or your guest says. I mean, it's it's entertainment. And that's what I tell everybody. My show is entertainment. You take it for what it is. You know, I don't guarantee it's accurate. It's just entertainment. Now, I, I try to bring on the best people I can in the paranormal. And it's up to you, the listener, to believe it or not. Okay? If the guest, you know, made a big enough and good enough case that uh, to prove it's real or not. I mean, God gave us a brain for a reason. Yeah, that's true. And you know, and with the entertainment, that's that's what's fun about it is, you know, like you like you said earlier, you know, people are coming home from a long day's work, you know, they want to have a drink, and listen to something fun. And what better way to challenge, you know, your mind and and get that dialogue going of, you know, even something like that is there is there a sun in the center of the earth? It's something that's going to bring topic. It's it's going to bring debate. And you know you make you may look crazy, but hey, it's entertainment. Well, that's the whole yeah. point. That's the whole point of talk Bring radio. Some facts. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> Bring some facts. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I will say this when we were talking about conspiracies and all this stuff. My son, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, back about six months ago, uh, he was reading an article about uh, you know South and North Korea. And that the supreme leader of North Korea, you know, basically my son made a little wise joke, right? And said, hey, the supreme uh, leader of North Korea stepped out of the closet. Now, I can look on my server, okay? Not so much on some of the other apps, because some of the other apps don't break it down as much as what my server uh, tells me where, you know, people are listening, you know, tells me exactly where they're listening from. And, you know, I've never had anybody ever uh, listen from North Korea on my show. And all of a sudden, 
it said government North Korea the next morning when, <laughs> I, when I did my printout of the show. Then I go, okay, wow, we must have used some of the key words because if we have it in our country, right, you say key words, you get recorded, yeah. right? They must have their little spy system on the Internet. So then a couple of weeks later, you know, Kevin brought it up again, you know, and sure enough, the next morning, guess what? Somebody from North Korea was listening to the show. Wow. Yeah, North Korea's got uh, their, their, I actually read something just the other day, it's funny you bring that up, um, talking about Facebook stuff coming up, you know, when you're thinking about it. Um, I just read an article the other day about how North Korea is putting a lot of effort into their uh, cyber uh, cyber cracking and uh, cyber warfare, you know, aspect of their, of their country, yeah. more so than even the, the nuclear bombs, um, because they realize that that's obviously where the future is and where everything's at. And uh, they are very far along and uh, doing a lot of dangerous things with, uh, with what they're doing with IT right now. Oh, just like like I was mentioning to, you know, uh, to uh, Richard, you know, about the FBI and Homeland Security out on the news t- late last night and today telling people, you know, shut your uh, server off. I mean, your router off as soon as possible, recycle it and start it and do it a couple times a week because they, they pinpointed it to coming out of Russia. But, I mean, there's a uh, major virus that's uploaded a major amount of routers in this country, and it's hitting more and more every hour. And they know who you're contacting. They they know, you know, your bank information. They know everything. And uh, what's really bad about it, if they want to destroy your computer, they can destroy it, too. This from, you know, uh, your router. No, no, no. Here's the secret, though. But here's the secret of all of this, though. And even the government has a hard time cracking it. You get a VPN. You get some encryption. You're you're about eighty percent there. You uh, you you make it uh, just about impossible for them to track you, um, well, and, and pretty much finding out who you are for the most part. It's uh, it's a lot harder to, uh, to do that as it is. Well, um, the, the problem. Yes, there's back doors. Yes, there is things yeah. with that. But when it comes down to it, um, a VPN does does do a lot for you. Yeah, but it's also come out in the last week or so that there are some major back doors where they can just walk right in and, and you know, and see exactly what you've been doesn't you, th- you think you've been sending out all these private uh, emails, right, to your girlfriend when you're married, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you're being blackmailed because they managed to go through the back door and they got all the information. I mean, of everything you thought okay. you were sending encrypted, uh, you know, and there's even a service on the Internet that uh, even announced that their service that they provide. It's easy, for, I guess, for the, somebody can come through and 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 see what you've been doing. So that kind of is scary. I I don't think anything, no matter what they come out with, somebody's always already going to be coming out with something to, you know, break it. Oh, yeah, you're always a step behind when it comes behind with the security aspect of things like that. You're not going to be able to fix it until you see it broken, you know, so you're always going to be a step behind. Well, I had a friend years ago, okay, worked for Microsoft as a programmer, you know, where they'd be writing code for, you know, programs. And he got really mad at Microsoft before he got fired. And probably one of the reasons why he got fired, he knew the back doors. So he went on various different sites and and told people how they could go into that program in the back door and get into people's programs. And, you know, he he got in a little bit of trouble for that. Wow. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's the thing, too. I'm sure he did get a little bit of trouble with that because he probably signed uh, 
some type of anonymity uh, uh, or some type of contract, some non-disclosure yeah. with what they're doing. Microsoft doesn't play around when it comes to that. Um, being in the IT field myself and uh, knowing uh, some extensive uh, Microsoft audits that I've been under over the years, um, they do not play around. Um, you know, just for back in uh, 2014, you know, they, they did a mass audit worldwide to worldwide corporations and companies, and they pretty much kicked in the door and said, we're going to audit all your licensing and everything that you had as a Microsoft product. And if you say no, we're going to sue you. And we're going to cancel all your active licenses, and you're going to have to rebuy everything. And um, we said, okay, well, I guess we're going to comply. And, you know, we complied. And even though we complied, they still completely redid all of our licensing, charging us more money, upping our fees, completely redoing all of our, our, our billing. And it was just a fiasco. And they were just Nazis about it. And you couldn't do nothing about it because herein lies the number one issue. And we're going to tie this into conspiracy because this is what we like to do over the conspiracy order. The man wants to do this to control you. 99% of yeah. the business world runs on a Microsoft product. And because of that, they have control over you and you need to abide by them. You know, it really scares me. I had a business in Bellevue, Washington, years and years ago. And two individuals came into my, my electronic business I had. I had a surplus electronic business. They used to come in. One, The first guy, uh, guy's name was Bill. You can figure out his last name. And his best friend at the time uh, would come in quite often. And they came in bragging to me, look at this piece of software we just scored. The guy calls it Seattle DOS. Well, hmm. wow. Seattle DOS, like as in like DOS DOS, like DOS DOS. Yeah, and they bought it for $200. <laughs> and then, you know, here we are. 30 years later, and it's probably worth, you know, the fundamental code of what it built today and this to this, you know, era, you know, $200 trillion, I would say. Well, the, you know, the guy did take him to court uh, about it because he felt he got ripped off, uh, you know, after they went to IBM, you know, because IBM at that time didn't have a, a patent on their computers or anything. It was a software. And uh, long story short, the guy actually sued Bill Gates and, Microsoft at that point, he he got he got a very little bit of money, very little, very little. But I mean, here's a guy who developed the software. It's his fault. He was stupid, you know. He was stupid. He sold it and gave the rights away for nothing. So he deserved what he got. But I mean, without that, you know, there would have been no Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And that's how it always been, though. You know, everybody's stolen something and made it better did something with it to come, you know, to get it out there. And, and actually when it came down to it, like you said, you know, it all boils down to the simple aspects of what they invested in. Uh, Bill Gates invested into the point and click aspect of things because he knew that's where the future was and that's how people were going to be able to function with it. And that's how he really won. Um, but yeah, definitely. You that's know, $200 anybody it, would spend. Exactly right. You know it, well, what you said it to, to, to what it turned into today. You, you couldn't beat it with a stick, right? So, uh, uh, I, I just wish it would have been me. You know, gone to that garage sale and bought this piece of software and speculated for two hundred dollars, which was quite a bit of money then. But I mean, God, it made somebody billionaires. Anyway, guys, again, I, uh, the time is up. Actually, we've gone over about five minutes. I can still do that because I don't have the stations picking up. Uh, for another two weeks. Yeah. So uh, anyway, why don't you uh, plug your uh, website, uh, uh, everything for people can find you. 
Well, I, I mean, Bobby and myself, we both have our, our Facebook page, Richard Way, Bobby McCormick. Um, we have a Facebook page called The Conspiracy Order. Um, we are live every Saturday night on Spreaker. Uh, 51 Areas um, Paranormal Radio is what our network is called. Um, it's basically us and, and another show. Um, we go live on Spreaker. It goes to YouTube. Um, we have a Twitter account called the Conspiracy, at the Conspiracy Order. Uh, you can check us out there. We've just recently opened that one, so it's not very active at the moment, but it will be. Um, and, Bobby, am I missing any? No, I think you got them all covered. You got the, the, you got the Facebooks, you got the Twitters. What you guys need to do is, you know, that's where my son came in really handy. I mean, he was unemployed at the time, so he had plenty of time. Find and get yourself on every app you guys can find. Yeah, that's where you're yeah, going to yeah. get your listeners. You know, like I, I, I now I automatically put on apps I didn't even know existed. Uh, you know, like uh, I uh, am very popular in the UK, and uh, I probably thirty percent of my audience is out of the UK. And then all of a sudden here about a month ago, uh, a big audience base started out of Germany is because I got put on, somebody put me on an app, uh, you know, it covers Germany and all that stuff. And, you know, I've gained a lot of listenership on that. Very important. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you guys are on TuneIn, but TuneIn is not taking any new shows in at this time. And from what I hear, when they do start taking them in, they're going to be charging. But, um, you know, try to get on as many apps as you can because, I mean... Uh, if you're relying, uh, relying on like Spreaker radio, uh, you yeah. know, I, I use them, uh, you know, but I, at the same time I'm feeding out on them right now, I'm feeding out on a, on, you know, through my server on, you know, some other places. If I had to rely on them, I mean, it's a small base and, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it does bring you people yeah. after you've been on, but if you go live, yeah. you'll, you'll find you, you don't get a huge amount. I mean, if yeah, I go on yeah. my, my server, that's where I find, you know, thousands of, of people listening. If I go on a speaker, I look and I go, oh, wow. But, you know, it's worth There's it. Four. <laughs> it it's, it's worth yeah. it. No, definitely. We're going to have to get out there. We'll definitely be expanding the horizons and uh, getting out there and finding new apps to get out and try to get on anything and everything, you know. Like we said, hit us up on, on all the all the handles, all the Facebook, the social medias, uh, Richard Wade, Biden McCormick, um, you know, conspiracy order and all that good stuff. Uh, tune in. Um, this Saturday, I don't think we'll, we're not having an episode this Saturday because of the holiday. Um, but yeah, pretty much every Saturday we're out there. Um, we kind of put it out there. We'll put a blast out there a couple days before, a week before on the subject matter and what we're talking about. And again, we invite everybody to call in, uh, tune in, you know, uh, be in the chat room, uh, throw some ideas out there, um, get involved. Okay. Tune in. Well, hey, I really enjoyed having you guys on. And, hey, Richard, keep in touch with me, will you? Well, sure, definitely. Thank you for having us on. I, I really appreciate it, and thank you for all the advice you've been giving us. Okay. Well, guys, I enjoyed having you on, and, you know, I wish you lots of, you know, success with your, your podcast. And, you know, I, I think, you know, stick with it, and you're going to find, you know, it's going to grow. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Hope we get to get to talk again soon. Really have a good time. Okay, guys, you take care. Thank you. Thanks, Papa. We'll talk to you. Bye. So anyway, uh, you know, nice bunch of guys. So on Sunday, uh, I have uh, 
a guest host on, Kevin, that's going to be doing the show. Uh, I'm not sure yet on his subject matter what he's going to have, but he'll be on live between uh, 7 and 8 p.m. Pacific West Coast time. Uh, Monday, uh, we're going to take, uh, no, actually, I got a guest on Monday, so we will be on on the air on Monday. And uh, I'm contemplating on also having a guest host on or a host on for Saturdays also and do an expanded show on Saturdays from like maybe eight to uh, 10 or something like that. I, again, I want to thank all the listeners out there that has been well watching uh, us from the start. And, you know, I've been watching you guys. I mean, we went, like I was explaining to like Richard, when we first started out, I was really depressed. I mean, five people listened uh, a night and now it's literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people listening to night dreams talk radio and i just want to say thank you and uh, you know you can find us uh if you want to go look at our web at www.nightdreamstalkradio.com that's www.nightdreamstalkradio.com on the website i do have my advertiser phoenix shaving on there it has a bunch of our shows you can just click on and go live on it um and uh our prior shows you know i think we go back almost 100 episodes uh, of night dreams talk radio and uh you know almost from the well not from the beginning but for like last three months and uh you know i do appreciate uh, you guys listening and if you want to be a guest if you uh, have a subject in the paranormal uh you want to share you can get a hold of me at uh, motorcycle talk by gary at gmail.com that's motorcycle talk by gary at gmail.com everybody i want you to have a great uh, evening stay out of trouble and uh We'll hear you again. Uh, Again, make sure you listen on Sunday between 7 and 8. Listening to Night Dreams Radio with Gary Anderson.